All right. I'm Megan Munsell here with Victoria Marie Munsell on yep. our first episode of Between Two Uprights. <laughs> you brought it back. I did. <laughs> We've come full circle. That's funny. I know. I just thought of that just now. Okay, so um, we've been working on our YouTube channel. By working on it, we've got three videos up. Uh, so we wanted to start. Uh, I don't know if it's a podcast yet. I don't know if it's just an interview segment. See how it turns out. Um, we got this audio equipment. We're mostly making this video to test it. So humor us if it sounds awful. Sorry. <laughs> we tried. We're doing our best. Yep. Uh, the old college try. Yep. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to interview Vicky. I'll uh, get it to a little get to know Vicky a little bit more and uh, probably won't see her again because she's going to help us with audio in the future. Yeah, more of a behind-the-scenes kind of gal. Yeah, you know, we all have our perks. This is my least favorite part. <laughs> okay, so, uh, Vicky, I want to talk a little bit about what it's like to be a uh, training spouse slash competition spouse. Uh, it's more stressful than maybe people would think sometimes. Sometimes it's really awesome just to, you know, be able to see your successes and, you know, just watching you not you me do. but like but the person you're supporting because i mean like i think every you know yeah i mean everybody's got obviously a different spouse that they're supporting but you know uh there's just a lot that goes into that kind of focus and you know singular singular drive you know like you as gotta, an athlete or yeah as, a, as, a, as an athlete and then like because there's only so many hours in the day like you have to make sure you sleep enough you have to make sure that you're eating well you have to make sure that you prioritize the time that you're training with you know your other responsibilities job family etc and you know as much as I can take off your plate you know the better that you can do mm-hmm. well like what kind of things are those I mean obviously I know them but I yeah. think I think like you know every single time you see somebody you know say oh I want to thank everyone who helps me you Everyone's story is a little bit different, but you kind of wonder, like, what does that even mean? Like, what are those people doing for them that allow them to be better at whatever it is they're doing? Yeah. Uh, I would say meal prepping is definitely a big part. Um, I guess trying to be as on a schedule as possible. Um, with food? With food and sleeping and everything else. And, um, I mean, even, like, with your training, helping you to stay on time with everything like loading your weights helps a lot I'm sure <laughs> yeah I feel I don't I mean not uh, <laughs> I should, probably shouldn't have you load my weights as much as I do but we'll call we'll call that you know whatever I mean I think it helps a lot uh just yeah. like you know it saves time like every every minute that you can kind of move forward and not expend energy that is wasted you know is helpful um, I mean, your qualifiers are probably the most stressful. Uh, <laughs> For both of us. Yeah. Any sort of qualifier, there's always a ton of rules that you have to make sure uh, that you follow. And yep. as an athlete, it's like you're already stressed about the workout, so you don't even want to think about all the external factors. And so I just try to take as much of the burden off of that aspect as possible. And sometimes I admittedly get way too stressed out about it, but... You know, I feel like over the years we've done a lot better with that aspect and we've got a system going and it's been a lot of qualifiers for sure. <laughs> Probably more than it should have been. 
I mean, we were talking yesterday, yesterday, yeah. or yeah. the other day, I posted like a throwback Thursday video, I guess it was two days ago, mm-hmm. and we were talking about how awful your videography was at that competition <laughs> and how far you've come. That's true. Yes. Training spouse also is uh, required oh. to take videos of said competitions. <laughs> so. Yeah, because that, that competition, every single video was from the back. Mm-hmm. Which now, if you would have taken, now if I go to like a big competition, every single video is from the back, I'd be livid. Right. You just, you, you ruin <laughs> my Instagram game. <laughs> my. Sometimes my, you can't help it depending on where you are in the heat or, or w- the lane or whatever, but yeah. you know. Do you throw bows sometimes? <laughs> uh, I try to stake out my spot early on. <laughs> like with Can West. Uh, yeah. I tried to get up front. As quickly as I could. Get the footage. Yeah. Yeah. And horizontal versus vertical videos. Yeah. That was... <laughs> We've had way too many fights about that. <laughs> but now with Instagram stories, a lot of times you want vertical and I always got to ask now. That's you, true. You never know. Yeah. I rules. mean, yeah. You can always zoom in a little bit, but it's, it's never the same. It's not. You're right. <laughs> she learned. She picked up. Uh, so we talked a little bit about nutrition so you do all my meal prepping for me yeah and um you manage all my qualifiers for me you read all the rules count mm-hmm. my reps yeah video oh, yeah counting reps that's a big one yeah and video all of my qualifiers for me now we do two videos mm-hmm. whenever possible yeah just in case yep have we ever had an issue where we needed a second video um like needed to get the backup yeah <laughs> there was that one time you deleted your qualifier, but I wasn't there to have a second video. <laughs> Luckily, it was a front uh, two-rep max front squat. It was three, a three-rep three max, max front squat. Which, uh, if anyone knows Megan, um, that's a pretty easy qualifier for her. So, <laughs> yeah, sure enough, she just redid that and still won. But I did. A, yeah, it was a three-rep max front <laughs> squat. It was a canvas qualifier, 2019. Yeah, I had a I had a pretty good score. I was pretty satisfied, and uh, I deleted my own video. Yep. And I had to redo it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That was crazy. That was, that was awful. Yeah. Uh, erased your phone willy-nilly. <laughs> I did erase, erase the whole phone. You're right. Yep. Yep. Well, live and learn. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So now we have two videos. Yep. So, I mean, now, like, me more recently, mm-hmm. I'll try to take a lunch to come over to count your reps and yeah. use my phone as a second video yeah. just in case. Yeah. Um, you know, you never know if one will stop or if you forgot one and not in airplane mode, someone calls or whatever. Luckily, yeah. luckily we're not that popular, but uh, I don't get a lot of calls. But you never know if you get a spam call or something. There's a setting where you can decline those automatically. Yeah, but... I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so every qualifier, Vicky takes her lunch break to drive across town and count my reps. Yep. Dedication. What else? What else does it take? Uh, what else are we missing? Uh, oh, travel stuff. So, yeah. trying to, uh, organize the travel, like, I mean, some people might like to do that on their own, but I don't think you really like... Organized traveling arrangements? Yeah. Yeah, I don't like it. Yeah. So I always am looking for, like, the best deals on flights and hotels and 
Oh, yeah. Cars, whatever. Rentals. We always rent a car. Yeah. I mean, there's, especially for a competition, there's just like, you never want to be in a point where you really need something and like, mm-hmm. now you're just trapped or stuck Food. with Uber or mm-hmm. whatever. It's, I mean, it's not, to us, it's not worth the $100, $150 difference or whatever. Yeah. Something else going outside. Weird. But I don't see anything. Anyway, yeah. So Vicky handles all travel, yeah. all food, yeah, <laughs> all qualifier Got, array, logistics. Yeah, I do the fitnessing. Yeah, logistics is kind of more of my specialty. Yeah. in life in general. So yeah, uh, obviously Instagram photographer. <laughs> uh, it's probably uh, my least skilled job, but I still try. You do your best. Yeah. Yeah. Megan will edit them. That's her specialty. Yeah. So, if I can, if I can just take as much footage as humanly possible, hence the YouTube videos, she'll edit it together and make it look nicer. That's true. That's true. So, now she's got a full SD card because of all the videos I take, and they're not all useful, but you can delete them. Yeah. It's whatever. <laughs> um. What else? Anything else? Um, Real life. Yeah. Outside of fitness. You also handle all the logistics of that, right? Yeah. Yeah. And bills and stuff and cleaning and I don't know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a huge part of getting our car shit fixed and yeah. upgraded. Basically and all of the logistics of our real life. Yeah. That I... I would say, um, I would, I think it'd be a cop-out to be like, oh, I don't have time for it, but I don't make time for it. Yeah. I think there's still, like, there's, like, a mental capacity that you want to have for your training and your, you know, your fitness and ever like, I mean, you think, like, very intensely about things and, like, you're very easy, easily distracted if you, like, think of something that's, like really important so if you're like if you had to focus on all those other things I just don't think your training would be as focused yeah I mean yeah I mean well you know when you are training and you're thinking about something that's really important in life right yeah your job or you know sometimes I am like oh I left this project open at work then yeah, yeah that can be super derailing in training because yeah. like, I shouldn't be doing this I should be focused on that and you know it can be really derailing yeah it's true so Vicky handles basically everything in our real lives so that <laughs> all I have to work worry about is picking up weights and putting it back down true our neighbors outside yeah we got Lily out there yeah I would... maybe we'll have her on a podcast at some point yeah she is uh, an adaptive athlete yeah yeah I don't know her whole backstory, but it would be super cool to interview her and yeah. maybe figure out what. We finally met her like three weeks ago. That's true. For sure. Mm-hmm. We knew cool. she was there. Yeah. <laughs> Living in the shadows. True. Yeah. But um, she's a super cool lady. She lives by, across the alley. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we're in our home gym. Yes. Uh, which, you know, based on coronavirus, I've been getting a lot of attention lately. Which I'm not mad about, but yeah, I'm pretty proud. I love it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we we did quite a bit right at the beginning, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, everybody saw the end product, but 
they haven't seen all the befores and the walls repainting that took a long time yeah. but definitely was worth it i think the black was a good idea and i uh i got turned I'm, out i'm glad that you decided on that yeah i think it turned out i mean uh drywall's not in like super great shape so what is what it is okay so uh you like being a training spouse or you wish you had a new life <laughs> <laughs> i do like this life uh that's funny uh anyways yeah, I mean, we talk, you know, privately sometimes about me taking on more logistical things in our life, but, I mean, I think, you know. I mean, that's not to say that you don't do anything. I don't. I, mean, I don't do anything. <laughs> I, I mean, a lot. training or laying on the couch eating ice cream. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I do a lot of, I do a lot of uh, ma- maintenance around the house. Yeah. But I think also, like, your knowledge of things, like, you you can delegate things to me. Mm. Touche, uh, touche. Yeah. Um, so, like, I mean, you, you've had a lot of life experience that I haven't had, so you can more, more properly delegate something, and I can take, like, the longer time period of what that would really mean, but you already know what I need to do. Yeah, I just give you projects and you do them, <laughs> is what you're saying. Yeah, but I mean, not even projects, I guess, but just like other things, like making a list for me to tackle, like. <laughs> kind of makes me sound like an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, sometimes I just don't organize things very well. Like we've talked about things like, oh, we'll need to, you know, get a quote on this or. Oh, right, like, right, 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 right. And just so like, like. Like the fence. Yeah. I'm like, hey, we need to get a new fence. Yeah. Here's, you need to contact this person, this person, this person, and get some estimates, and, we'll, yeah. and then we'll circle back. Yeah. And yeah. It's like, of course, you could call, like, you're not unable to call somebody, but right. it's just, like, the time. Yeah, I don't, so. yeah, I don't want to. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody likes calling other strangers, but, you yeah. know. You know, we all have skills, like. Yep. All right. <laughs> uh, you. Let's talk about you in your life. Okay. Who are you? Who am I? I don't know. Vic- Victoria Marie Rowe. Yeah. It's your maiden Ma- name. Maiden name Rowe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Spell it. R-H-E-A-U-L-T. Rowe. Yep. Uh, and you have a job? Yes. What's your job? I work at Harman Professional. Uh, they're owned by Samsung. Uh, I fix professional audio equipment like mixers, P- PAs, uh, microphones like... AKG. AKG. Shout out to AKG. Things like that. Mm-hmm. Pretty good job. Mm-hmm. What is pr- what's like pro audio? Uh, pro audio would be more like um, for a professional. So like a studio? concert hall, studio. Um, I mean, basically anything that's going to be used for professional professional use. use, like making money off of it, or or even churches. Um, Houses of worship. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's a more politically correct because not okay. everything's a church. That's true. Um, but yeah, so I mean, like, consumer stuff would be more like the boombox speakers and we got stuff one like that. Shout yeah. out to JBL. Still Harmon, but just a different department. Gotcha. Do you think that like pro audio and consumer audio is blending because of all the like gig yeah. stuff? For sure. Like, do you have a lot of I mean, people... like, this would probably be prosumer, is what they call it. Um, prosumer. Mm-hmm. So, like, I can't think of a great example. But, yeah. but, but like, your sister. 
Mm-hmm. Your sister is a musician. Yeah. It's not her full-time job. It's like no. a side hustle. Mm-hmm. So she would be a prosumer. Yep. Prosumer so, musician. Yeah. So it's like somewhere in between. So, you know, you're you're trying to get off off the ground there, but you're not going to spend, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars on a full set of gear. So mm-hmm. you want to have something that works enough for what you're trying to do until you can spend more money. Whereas, like, the professional stuff is, I, I mean, I would just say the quality of it is is better for, like, long-term use. Yeah. Of the, the, what? Like, so if you got a professional JBL speaker, you're intending to have that for 10, 20, 30 years. Okay. Whereas, like, if you got, like, a consumer-based thing. 30 years? That's the life expectancy? I mean, you could, yeah. It just depends on if you kept it outside or how often you use it. Hmm. I mean, people keep stuff for a long time. Like, mics, you could have those for a long time. Like, people still have 30, 40-year-old mics. 40-year-old mics? Probably even older. You just got to be really gentle with them. Yeah, I don't know anything about that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Well, good to know. I know a lot of times you talk to me about it, and I'm just like, oh, cool. (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of a niche thing, so it's it's not something that I like. I mean, especially around our fitness friends, it's not like something you can talk. Or even really around our tech friends. I feel like they're not like all our friends from Apple. Yeah, like... Like, something like this where, like, this mic is useful for, like, this podcast and things like that. Like, people could kind of relate to that. But, like, talking about, like, professional mixers and uh, line array speakers and stuff like that, people are just like, okay, cool. Like, I I see that in venues, but I don't really know what that means. It, it's not relevant to them, so there's no correlation. Right. That's fair. Yeah. How did you get into that? Uh, I got into... I mean, I got into music pretty early on. My sister was into music first. Um, she played clarinet in school, and then I started playing clarinet. And as I was in school, met a lot of people, started playing guitar. Um, my school had a recording program, so I started doing that and got you're really into high school. It. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But you're from? I'm from Bowie, Maryland. Went to school in Greenbelt, Maryland. Maryland. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, it was a. Was it a charter school or like a magnet school? Uh, science and tech is what they call it. Is that it, a magnet school? Or like a uh, STEM? Or is it like a STEM school? Is that a thing now? I don't know. I don't. Uh, so it's the same concept. Like, so I, I wasn't in that district, if you want to call it that, I guess. Like, my high school would have been Bowie High School. Gotcha. Um, Eleanor Roosevelt High School. Uh, I tested into the science and tech program so I could still go there even though gotcha. I wasn't. It's like a STEM school. Yeah. Or a magnet school. Yeah. Not, a charter is like a whole other financial thing. but Yeah, that's true. So you tested in the school because you wanted to go to the recording program? No, just uh, actually Catherine had gone there, my sister. Uh-huh. Um, even Anita went there. Um, my other sister, both older. Um, and... A lot of my friends from my middle school were also going there, and um, Bowie High was still a decent school, um, but just in general, it was uh, the best school in the county to go to. Best school in the county. (laughs) Best school, and where I grew up, the best school in the county would represent um, probably a livestock (laughs) distinction. Like, we have the largest cows. We're (laughs) We're the best school in the county. Uh, yeah. Anyways. Ours, ours not quite the same. Yeah. But. Y'all didn't even have cows at your school. 
week. We did not. No. <laughs> so you go to the school. They have a recording program at your high school, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I never heard of that before. Yeah. And you did that, and then you want decide you want to go to college for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So auditioned at different schools. Uh, it's kind of cool. Yeah. You audition. Okay, I have a question. Audition on guitar. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, that was my. Question. They did a. Uh, they said you could, like, send in a demo CD of, like, recordings that you did. But, yeah. Uh, and you just submit, like, it, Blink-182, and you're like, I'm on this. <laughs> recording credit. Definitely not like that. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, like, for school, we would record the live performances there. So then you yeah. could submit that. Yeah. Um, or any, like, in-studio recordings that we did. Yeah, that's fair. Mm-hmm. And so you go to college for that. Yep. Do four years for that. Uh, like, what, what's the actual degree? Music production and technology. Okay, so and it's then Bachelor of Arts. And then after that, you go to Apple. Mm-hmm. Like immediately. Was there like uh, a gap? Maybe like a couple months. Okay, then you go work at Apple. Mm-hmm. And. Yeah, so I mean, geeky, obviously. Yeah, in college, we that was the first time I had a Mac, and then got really into Macs there. Yeah. Um, one of my professors was also very geeky with Mac, and taught me a lot of technical mm-hmm. stuff with Mac too. So oh. then uh just a second passion I guess other than music. Oh, six computers. Yeah. This just specifically Macintosh machines. Yeah. Which now are <laughs> Apple machines. Yes. Well, I, are they still called Macintosh? No, it, it's I mean they're MacBooks. And so Macintosh. Whatever. Same something, same. Something I want to look up now because I'm just curious. Yeah. Jamie, pull it prove, up. <laughs> you just want to prove me wrong. No, no, no. I don't think you're wrong. <laughs> I don't think you're wrong at all. I, I just am curious whether or not, like, MacBook is still part of the Macintosh family or it's just, mm. just co-branding. Birds. Yeah. It's the fun part about being in the garage. It's probably not the best podcast I'm spot, I'm so but... glad that I put the dogs inside. Because uh, yeah. they would be barking at the birds. This is true. We can hear them chirping, yeah. and that's cool, but the barking would... Drive people, me insane. People still would love to see dogs, though. We can bring them out another time. Yeah. Yeah. Stay tuned. Yeah. They're, <laughs> uh, they're just wild. They're not wild. They're, they're just, just squirrely. Yeah. Neurotic. Yeah. I mean, they're small dogs, so. Yeah. So, you go to work at Apple. You mm-hmm. get more into the tech side. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know the story. Yeah. But I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm not trying to put words in your mouth. Yeah. No, I mean, like, going to Apple, the, the whole goal is to be the person fixing computers aka yeah, a genius, genius. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> um and so it took me about a year to get there mm-hmm. but got that role and yeah hung in there for a while yeah 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 about six years about yeah <laughs> uh we both were geniuses before moving to texas and after moving to texas yep yep and stayed there for another couple years Yep. Mm-hmm. I, I was there three. You were there two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. G9. Yeah. Yeah. Our role, our routes to geniusness. Yeah. Were much different. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely didn't start at Apple anticipating being a genius. Yeah. But you know, what's actually really funny was, uh, do you remember when you used to help me with my iTunes library? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> iTunes libraries. Nobody even has those anymore. I know. It's so funny. I was like really into iTunes Match at the time. Yeah. And you... that was like the coolest thing yeah. to me. And now it's like literally no one. It doesn't. Would, it's not know. even a thing. Yeah. But what's funny is I had no tech experience whatsoever when mm. I started Apple. Hmm. Um, none. Other than getting viruses off my PC from pirating music in college. <laughs> 
And I didn't even, I barely had even had a Mac. Mm. And started at Apple as like thinking I wanted to get into like the sales side of it because I previously had a real, I was selling mm. real estate. Right? Yeah, it's true. So I was selling real estate and doing corporate stuff that way. Yeah. And got in at Apple, wanted to do more of like the corporate, corporate sales was like my big goal. Mm-hmm. Realized, yeah, that's not, I don't think this is going to play like I think it is. I want to make more money. I'll go into tech. And then I met you. Yeah. Who was already really like into the nitty gritty of all the software stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah. Will you help me with my iTunes library? I was like, sure. Of course. And you're like, yeah. In hindsight, now, can you imagine somebody being like, hey, can you help me sort my iTunes library? Yeah, and then you're just immediately like, <laughs> now, roll. Yeah, now I had a customer um, that was like looking to remove duplicates, audio duplicates or something. Oh, Joseph. Hope he's not watching. He has <laughs> duplicate, he has, I guess, like 100 terabytes of video files. And they're mm. duplicated all around, and he's like, I really want help resorting them. And that was my instant reaction. I was like, oh, that's going to be a... Yeah. It's, what a Video nightmare. Video files. That's but you, worse. you you thought we were homies, and you were going to yeah. help me with my library. Yeah. Cool. That goes into how are we related? Because we have the same last name. We're obviously sisters. <laughs> uh, we're married. Yeah. yeah. I mean, hopefully people got that from the training spouse section. But maybe, maybe not, you know? Yeah. Just want to throw it out there. Yeah. Legally married. It is legal. In the state of Texas. uh, The United States. Yeah. Stop moving the thing. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so we're married. Yes. When did we get married? September 2015. 91915. Yep. Yep. We got married September 2015. Uh, Where? Technically here in our house. Okay. Yeah, we legally got married here in our home. Uh, what was it? Just earlier that month. I think so. Maybe um, August. Maybe it was August. I can't yeah. remember. I don't know. We but. had like a housewarming party because we just bought the house. Mm-hmm. And then we had a ceremony mm-hmm. in, in Laurel, Maryland. Laurel, Maryland. Yeah. Cute little house in Laurel, Maryland. And um, yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. We've married ever since. Yeah. No breaks. <laughs> We've been married ever since. No breaks. <laughs> yeah. No disruptions in that timeline. Nope. That's funny. <laughs> I, you know, here we are. Yep. Who mm-hmm. knew? It's funny because uh, we met through a mutual friend, mm-hmm. Hannah, Hannah, now more, yep. Hannah Abrams at the time, mm-hmm. and we were very different people than we are now, mm-hmm. and we were opposites of each other, in completely incompatible in every way. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Especially on paper. Yeah. <laughs> on paper. Yeah. You, like, describe Vicky. Yeah. You describe Megan. Yeah. You're like, these things do not <laughs> coincide. Yeah. But here we are. Yeah. I think we've asked Hannah about it. Yeah. And been like, did you see this coming? Hannah's like, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't even think anybody would have seen this coming just in our lifestyle. How do you mean? I mean, I never worked out. I still mm. don't love working out, but I mean, I've grown more fond of it. and Tolerate. Yeah. Um, and I mean, at the time, you were drinking very heavily. It's true. Uh, and, you know, we've just really grown into our own. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. Well, I mean, we've made 180 degree turns from who we were. 
yeah. independently mm-hmm. and who we even were when you know we met each other right as a couple yeah yeah it is crazy yeah Probably we were just talking about that yesterday just like growing up and Gro- growing together yeah growing together that's crazy mm-hmm. life is weird yeah just thankful that we grew together yeah because it easily could go the other way mm-hmm. we watch a lot of biggest loser mm. right yeah. and people sometimes like through weight loss journeys yeah grow apart from their spouse as their priorities change Mm-hmm. or sometimes their spouse you know grows with them and now their spouse loses the weight too and that's always nice Right, that's more like us. Yeah, I'm just saying. We've grown in the same direction, and mm-hmm. luckily, yeah, you now tolerate exercise. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. My my mom actually sent me a video yesterday of like a compilation that her phone put together. Like you know, the iPhone will be like, oh, yeah. these are your memories, whatever. Yeah. So I have one of me, and it's just like I wasn't that much heavier, but it's like you just like your face is more puffy Bloated. and yeah. just like I wasn't eating as healthy and definitely wasn't exercising. And you just, like, you never notice at the time because you don't even know what the healthy version of you is. Right. And then now that you're I think here, I knew it wasn't where I was at, but I didn't care to really yeah. get there. Yeah. yeah. It's just crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's crazy because people all the time now only know us like this. Right. Especially because we moved to Texas, and it was pretty quickly after moving to Texas that you started CrossFit. Yeah. Which obviously started the whole journey of training and eating better and all of that. Yeah. Um, so then people in Maryland know us in a certain way, and then people in Texas know us a certain way. Yeah. So it's just funny to I coincide. Know. I know. Mm-hmm. Here we are. Yeah. Uh, what else do we want to talk about? Oh, businesses we have together? Yeah. Winners win. Yes. Winners win. Yeah. What, well, I think we've been trying to talk about Winter's Run a little bit more so recently than before. Before yeah. it was like a low-key thing. Yeah. Now we're really trying to do, I think we're trying to do big stuff. Yeah. I mean, just trying to do our best with it, you know. Just, yeah. You know, we really want to be able to help more athletes get where... They want to go. Yeah. And exactly. Without as much of a financial barrier as they might already have. And so we just try how to donate do think, our time. How much do you think is the ex, how much do you think it costs to travel to a national level meet? You just said you handle all the logistics of our travel for one person. Like if you were going to travel alone, like if you're a college kid, you qualify for a national meet, uh, AO finals as usually people's first national meet, or even universities, I guess. Right? How much mm-hmm. do you think it costs for one person to travel to AO finals? Uh, I'd say probably account for at least two hundred dollar round trip flight yep um hotel if you were by yourself yeah probably at least a hundred dollars a night so um, let's say if, two nights yeah so 200 bucks yeah plus 200 bucks 400 bucks mm-hmm. uh-huh. i don't i mean you could rent a car or just uber but in, true. in general transportation costs whether you're like let's say uber yeah maybe 100 bucks okay we're at 500 bucks yeah at least. Plus registration. Yeah, registration. Hundred bucks. Another hundred dollars. Yeah. Yeah. And food. Hundred bucks. Yeah. So it's like six hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. At least. To go to AO finals. Mm-hmm. And um, six hundred dollars for a lot for a college kid or somebody who's a full time coach or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of money. Yep. For sure. 
I, I mean, mean, for the two of us, it's usually probably a thousand. Yeah. Per me, per competition. Mm-hmm. And then, you know. Maybe not quite that much. It just depends. But uh, we usually stay three, at least three nights. Yeah. So. Well, especially if it's weightlifting, because I always have a weight cut. Mm-hmm. It's a whole other conversation. Yeah. But, but then CrossFit competitions are that long. Yeah, so that's true. also a whole thing. Yeah. And then. So. We started Winners Win a year ago mm-hmm. to try to help folks raise money for meets mm-hmm. so that that can help offset the cost of competing mm-hmm. so that if you spend two years trying to qualify for AO Finals, you qualify for AO Finals, you had a big total local meet, you get to go. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have friends who are our age with full-time jobs that still aren't sure they're going to go to nationals or aren't sure they're going to go to whatever for financial reasons. Mm-hmm. In a magical world, that's not on the table. They work hard, they qualify, they go. Right. That's cool. Yeah. So what do you do with Winners Win? Uh, I help a lot with the designs, um, the logistics of printing our shirts and coordinating uh, pricing and making sure we make enough profit for the athletes. Mm-hmm. Um and then shipping everything out, mm-hmm. making sure that's all tracked and uh, in the books and getting the payment out. What do I do then? It sounds <laughs> like everything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you definitely help with the, the design as well. So usually it's... Uh, I'm an ideas kind of gal. Yeah. In case y'all haven't noticed, but... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Megan usually will think of an idea of a design because I'm not... Creative. Creative right. in that regard, so... Yeah. Um, I can try to, I've learned Illustrator over the years to be yeah. able to try to help make these designs possible Yeah, with your ideas. Appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. Yeah. Um, but you also have a lot of, like, athletes in your network, so you can, so you're like, I mean, you definitely run the social media. I'm not as good at that part, so, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, you do all the, um, editing of films and stuff. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a couple of, sh- we have a shirt we just did with Blue Wave. Mm-hmm. The coronavirus shirt. We have another shirt we're doing with BFP Barbell. Ketchup shirt. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of silly, but fun for them. That's what they wanted. Yeah. Um, I did want to talk briefly about CrossFit. The sport yeah. of CrossFit. Oh, yeah. Because I don't really have any other friends to interview about the sport of CrossFit. <laughs> and I think it's... Yeah. I mean, I love CrossFit. And so, as a sport. As yeah. a, the sport of fitness. Oh, yeah. And that's... Uh, we didn't talk about that with, like, the, the training spouse thing, too. But I feel like sometimes I have to, like, separate myself from, like, the sport fan versus, like, needing to focus on, like, what's going on, too. Because, like, sometimes when you're at a competition, like, I'm a fan of the sport, so I really want to just, like watch and enjoy and have fun but yeah. like really we're there for you to do your best yes we've gotten into some altercations because like let's say the open announcement happens we watch the open announcement and whatever crossfit games athlete gets a million reps mm-hmm. and vicky's like oh you could probably or you should probably get xyz some ludicrous amount and i'm like that's <laughs> you you can't watch a professional athlete and compare me to a professional athlete. I mean, we're, we're going to use that as a guide and strategy sort of right. thing. But you can't be like, oh, your score is not good. 
because you didn't tie Andy Thor's daughter. Right. Which, it's like, you have to kind of run your own race outside of the, outside of the sport, outside of the expectation of matching a professional yeah. athlete. I think it's tough because it's like, you could read a workout and we're probably more likely to guess your score before somebody else does it, like Annie Thor's daughter, and then shows what's possible. And then you feel like, well, maybe my estimate was way off. When in actuality, it's just like, no, it's just, right. that's where we're at. <laughs> and so, right. yeah, the Open's tough, obviously. For I mean, you're, reasons. it's so many people in the game there, so. What but anyway, you, that's a whole other discussion, I guess. Yeah. What do you think is going to happen with the games? Do you think it's going to get canceled? I don't know. I mean, I don't think the teams are going to happen. I just don't see how that's possible. When are they going to announce it? Do you think they should have announced it when they announced no masters and age group? When they announced no age group athletes, should they have announced no teams? I mean, if they really think that it's not possible, then, yeah, I think they should have announced it. I, I think the thing right now is that if they actually plan to have it on the date that is currently set, then they should have announced it because yeah. right now, I mean, anybody that, like, if coronavirus wasn't going on, right, you would have had your flights already booked or, like, trying to make that work. But yeah. for them to, like, be in limbo and then, you know, say sorry, like, it's just, it's not fair to those athletes. And obviously... A lot of the teams are international teams, and so that's right. a whole thing. I mean, at this point, it's really the CrossFit Games of America. That's probably what's going to happen. Plus Tia. Yeah. Well, anybody that's, like, physically in the U.S. Right, right, right. Plus Tia and Sam, I guess. I think Sam's here, yeah. Yeah. Um, Based off Instagram. Which, stuff. I mean, like, as a spectator and a fan of the sport, I want something to happen regardless. I don't necessarily, like... I obviously feel for all the international athletes that maybe can't come through, and I feel like there's got to be some sort of asterisk on the game's title because... You think they should have it? If it's, like, ten, 10 for each? Yeah. You think it's fair? If at, if at that point there is a way to make it happen, I just feel like it would be fair to have some sort of competition. I mean, I don't know. Do you I, think that person's the fittest on earth? That's what I'm saying. I think that there should be an asterisk. Like, I feel like it should just be... It should just be, like, the pseudo-CrossFit Games of 2020. Not, like, you're the fittest on earth. Right. Because, like... You could still feasibly, like... I mean, if, if they had... I mean, either 10 women, 10 men, or 20 women, 20 men, and paid, like, you had a stream that I had to pay for, I would buy it. I mean, I'm sure a lot of CrossFitters would, would pay to watch. Everybody would. Yeah. And so I'm like, they could still make some money off of it and give these athletes... But, but they're not going to stream it. Well, the stream is paid for by Reebok. I, told, I read the contract. Okay. So Reebok has $100,000 to spend on the stream. I don't know if the stream would cost more than $100,000. Okay, but I mean, like, could they still charge for the stream even if Reebok's paying for... Seems kind of messed up. I don't know. I'm just saying, like... You'd have... You could maybe have a parallel stream, right? Sure. Like, 
because I, I don't know how... I mean, do. obviously, that's kind of how last year did, right? They had, like... Oh, was it Instagram? The, well, I, well, last year, they had, like... The Rogue. Yeah, Rogue right, right, and right. all the other... True. So, like, Reebok can provide a stream that's free. You can pay for supplementary streams. You'd still pay, even if it was a free one? I don't know. That's don't a know. tangent. Yeah. Who cares? You think it's going to happen? I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen, but it would, like, I would enjoy it if it did. Tell me where you're at. I think you have a lot of opinions on this. Uh, well, I read the Reebok contract. Yeah, I didn't read it, uh, so there might be more that I don't know. I sent you my Cliff's notes. Yeah. With links and yeah. page numbers. Yeah. Nobody wanted to talk about it. That's fine. Besides me, now you, and I set up this situation so I could <laughs> talk about it. <laughs> but but I think, I don't think it's going to happen. I think Governor Newsom's going to shut that down. If they can have it as a private event and set it up in a way that the state cannot become involved, secondary to state regulations, I could see that that an event would happen under those circumstances. But it's also kind of like, what's the motivation? Just to support the community? Is it to support Reebok? Does it have to do with financial gains? Does it have to do with, like, what? Like, what's the motivation here? Mm -hmm. is, it, is it, I mean, I would put it on par with the Rogue Invitational, maybe even less than that, right? Secondary to the streaming Rogue Invitational because of all the international athletes that can't come. Mm -hmm. a, 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 a woman, an American woman, hasn't won the CrossFit Games since when? Mm. Katie Henniger? <laughs> At the ranch? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I can't think of... Right. So is it really the fittest woman on earth? Well, I mean, Tia's going to be there again. But now the podium is like just... It's like a deck of cards. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, if it wasn't the CrossFit Games... And, and now no one can train. Right. But it's... Okay, like... I mean, they also have the that kid that's trying to get all the age group people together. It's true. They're, are they? I mean, they're not technically crowning the fittest teen on earth. No, but they're gonna go throw down. Yeah. Right. Which I think would be the equivalent. Right. And so mm -hmm. I'm saying that I would love to watch a throwdown of, of the fittest athletes that are able to come. Okay, that's fair. Uh, and that's just a. Uh, selfish wanting to watch kind of thing. Yeah. Do I think that it's right? I don't know. You think it's dangerous for the athletes? Uh, I mean, they really would have to be able to test everybody on, like, all of the athletes, the entire crew. Like, you can't bring anybody. Like, you wouldn't be able to bring your family or anything. So it's like... Yeah, what... look what just happened with UFC. I've been right. sitting on this for a couple of seconds. The, so the Dana White strategize this entire scenario so they can have the UFC card. Mm -hmm. They all arrive in Florida for mm -hmm. the fight. Fighter test positive for coronavirus. Fight's called off. Mm -hmm. What happens? They fly all the way there, right? Everyone's quarantined, blah, 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 blah. And then a couple of people test positive for coronavirus. What do you do? Do you keep doing it? Like, do you just pull those athletes? I mean... Yeah, I mean... I don't know. I guess... How long does it take to get a test result? And could they self-quarantine 
two weeks. They'd have, it would be like a 14 day, because there's a 14 day incubation period. Right, but like, okay, let's say the, let's say that it's 10 men, 10 women. They fly into California. Everybody gets a test and then they're immediately put into a hotel room. For two weeks. Not two weeks, but I'm saying like, how long does it take to get a test result? Is it two weeks? Oh, no, I think it's like, I think it kind of depends on the lab, but let's say 24 hours. Okay. So then you would know like, okay, let's say one, one out of the 20 people tested positive. Yeah. Well, now they can't compete, but everybody else we know doesn't have coronavirus. A lot of ifs. Yeah. I mean, it's tough because until there's a vaccine or anything, like, are we supposed to just stay trapped forever? No. So, like, at what point do we decide that it's worth the risk? Of sports and events. Mm-hmm. Life has got to go on. Yeah. Right. But sports and events. But, yeah, I mean, I think, like, it's tough because, like we were talking about, I mean, the Mer- the American economy is like very centered around entertainment and service yeah i think that's our biggest that's i think the it's the biggest american export is Mm -hmm. entertainment yeah and Mm -hmm. so that's literally the biggest thing hit with the coronavirus touche touche both of those things and so it's like what do we do i mean obviously the the fan part of it is the biggest spreader of coronavirus yeah, that's true. But it's also kind of like you're considering, okay, if those athletes are willing to take the risk, let them. Yeah, I mean, it's like signing a waiver uh-huh. to go skydiving. Yeah. You could die, but you sign a waiver. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, it's on those athletes. Like, it's that's a risk they're taking. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I'm not a lawyer. I don't know what, like, the legal, like, if you could have a waiver to say, if I get coronavirus, I'm not going to sue CrossFit or whatever. You don't believe over anything. Mm. I mean, like, there are, I was also, like, seeing on the news about, like, jobs reopening up and what that would mean for, like, those employers. Like, if someone got coronavirus, would they not be able to, like, that's a, kind of, Yeah, I mean, that's a whole different oh, thing, I guess. Oh. But that's also not a short, short, short-term thing. Whereas the games would be... A very yeah. isolated thing. So yeah, I don't know. I guess I guess if you want to let the athletes participate, let them participate. Free will. Yeah, I mean you obviously the whole games crew would have to have free will as well. At least like the crew could feasibly wear masks and whatnot uh, more easily. Obviously the athletes can't and shouldn't. Right. Because that's kind of fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> Breathing and stuff. Um. So I mean like. I think the crew should also get tested. I don't, I mean, I don't even know how much tests would cost. And if you can buy tests, like, obviously that's like a whole thing too. (laughs) (laughs) Getting political. Yeah. Um, But then then it's like. Accidentally, accidentally political by talking about whether or not tests are available. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I mean, the UFC obviously is like a, a nice start to the sports thing because it's like literally. Yeah. So few people. Yeah. Of the athletes. Yeah, it's one. But on I mean, one. how many how many fights are on the card? Like in let's total? say ten. Ten fights. Let's say. Okay, that's twenty people. Yeah. That's the same. That's the same. Mm, yeah, same you thing. Fighting for him. <laughs> yeah, but you only have one ref. Like the crew is much smaller. Yeah. 
I mean, I think the crew of like just judging wouldn't yeah. even be that big. But at least the the streaming and all of that logistics, I feel like that's quite a bit more. We'll call them and let them know that you're volunteering to do their audio. <laughs> sure. You'd do it. Yeah. Heck yeah, you would. You'd be first to sign up. And gyms are reopening here in Texas. Yeah, that's a whole another thing. Yeah. You think they're? It's gonna be like it was. I don't. It's just no. no way. No. There's no way it's gonna be like it was. Maybe yeah. maybe worse uh, for a while. Maybe better later on. I don't know. Globo gyms are those opening too though, or just like smaller gyms? Because I don't know if they can abide by the guidelines safely. I never got an email from LA Fitness at least. Nope. Or destination. Yeah. Their destination's pretty small, too, so... But they're the same sort of guidelines, regulations, as global gyms. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a lot to unpack. A lot to digest. We're yeah. still... Birds. <laughs> We're at the beginning of uh, the downward spiral here of... Well, I guess we're on the up and up of the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to get better anytime soon, but Texas is reopening. Yeah. I think we're through the dirtiest part of the economic stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, we'll see how Texas handles it. See how gyms handle it. Yeah, I don't think until, like, a year from now we're going to really know, like, what, what all happened and sort through that. But mm-hmm. here we are. Um, we will uh, sort back through the audio, see how it sounds, maybe get headsets for next time. Yeah. Try to get some guests. If you want to be a guest on our show... Or if you have a friend or know of somebody who wants to be a guest on our show, I have no shame in asking them. Put their name in the comments below. And uh, we'll do this again. Had fun. Awesome. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. Bye.